0: Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Happy one hundred! One hundred. Cheers!
0: Cheers. We're choosing tiny bottles of water, what? big Yeti coolers of water. Hello, endearing term here. A little behind-the-curtain peek at what the doc looks like in honor of 100. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question.
1: Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Allison from Chicago. I'm calling in hopes that you can give me an XFL team to cheer for because we don't have a local one. In case it helps, I cheer for the normal Chicago teams, the Bulls, the Bears, the Blackhawks, uh, the Red Stars, the Fire, and uh, the one oddball is I am a White Sox fan as opposed to a Cubs fan. I you know, it's come up before when people ask you for help in choosing a team. But I look terrible in orange, um, and I prefer the colors blue and green, if possible. Um, thanks for help. Love you. Mean it. Bye bye. Great question, Allison. Because
0: the XFL is back,
2: <laughs> back
0: and better than ever. I don't know if you know, the XFL happened once. Oh, you're right, it did. And then it went away. It Did yeah. And then and now it's back. It's back is what I meant. Yeah. By back that makes sense. Are we on the same page We're now? On the same page. Now. First page.
1: First page. <laughs> of <the> top <laughs> of, the of the page.
0: It's a great question because last week uh, we did a three-hour pod, so we had to cut short. We couldn't go through every team. Had we, I think Allison would have been able to pick. But then again, who am I to say? Because I picked, based off of my research, and I picked a bad team, folks. Just, week one. Vipe up. I'm still riding or dying. Probably going to die, but I'm going to ride like, as likely.
3: well.
2: <laughs> I think the issue is that you played the best team in the league.
0: Bang
3: bang, 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 gang. And so you it's got rushed just
2: because the Guardians are so good. Talk, shake, get bit. Well, we...
0: I am. <laughs> These are all unofficial slogans <laughs> that I'm waiting for the team to adopt. They have not yet, but I'm hopeful. Bang, bang, fang, bang. Bang, bang. bang fang gang. <laughs> it
3: That's does roll, roll off it. the tongue.
0: Or like fang gang, fang gang, viper gang. I don't know. I'm working on it. Okay. Bang, bang, fang gang. I'm into it. That's it. A- Anywho,
4: so, uh,
0: we will get to our feelings on the XFL and what happened later in this pod that won't be three hours long. Nope. We only have two hours to Will Kane be. needs the studio. Yeah, he does. Huh. So let's help us, Allison pick a team. Orange. I don't think there are any orange. Oh, the wildcats have orange in them. So those are ruled out.
2: Don't th- there's a kind of an orange in the dragons too. Well, yeah, it's like definitely a, orange.
0: every team, I will say, has too many colors. I like it better when there's like two colors. These ones all have like three. Mm. It's a little much for me. So yeah, I guess we'll rule out the Dragons and the Wildcats, which, you know, the Wildcats, you don't want them anyway because their quarterback, Josh Johnson, already down and out for Good this, point. for I believe this season. No, I don't know. He has, I think
3: he might be back this week or next.
0: Oh, well, fuck me then. But they also <laughs> didn't they fire their, uh, was that who fired their defensive coordinator? Uh, I believe so. So anyway, they're out. Don't pick the Vipers because I did that and nobody should have to deal with Aaron Murray. Uh, I
2: genuinely think he should be on the bench.
0: Yeah, me too. Quentin Flowers
2: looked so much better. Yeah, when they put him
0: in,
3: we'll talk
0: about it. I know. They kept taking him out for third down. It's very frustrating.
2: Uh, I
0: I thought about changing and I'm invested. Uh, We'll get into it. We're back to Allison. So I think if I were Allison, I would pick the D.C. Defenders. They looked really good. This week, they have Cardale Jones. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and they're just red and white. They're very, uh, they're very straightforward. Their odds jumped a bunch this week with Mm -hmm. the, with the win. Hmm. They got Pep Hamilton as the coach, Eli Rogers, Simi Cobbs. They got names you might know. I think I would pick the DC defenders. Did you guys have a better? It's obviously not regionally close, but what's the most, St. Louis is the closest Yeah, I mean, I,
3: that would be the regional team. And also blue and white. Yeah, Can't go wrong with blue and white.
2: But you got the the
0: Cacaw. angel
3: sword. It's a flying sword. It is a, a holy sword. I don't know about holy, but... A holy sheath. Full of battle. You, nobody wants to sure. sword for St. It's Louis. It's a delicate sheath. Wow.
2: Don't wish that on her. I agree. I was going to suggest Dallas. If I wasn't very anti-Dallas just as a human from Philadelphia, they have really cool uniforms. They're blue. They're good. I think everybody's going to be jumping on. Didn't
3: this. they lose. They did to the Battle Hawks. Mm. She's silenced. Mm. Yeah.
0: They were that's the best team. They're I now fourth. Watch. They have the fourth odds.
3: The they fourth didn't best score a touchdown. <laughs> no, not, not a single one. Well, it seems
0: like a very the bad teams can still be good that don't score touchdowns. Mm. <laughs> In what
2: league?
0: XFL. Because <laughs> someone's team didn't score any touchdowns we yeah, this week.
2: Yeah, I guess guy. DC Defenders.
1: I'm I just DC saying. A good call. Watching
0: also, the DC game, I was like, uh I was watching with my boyfriend, who I told had to be a Vipers van, fan. Bought him Viper stuff, and he, my boyfriend. Sorry, I didn't is, do it. It's also boyfriend. I told my, <laughs> you, my
5: my boyfriend. There you go. <laughs>
0: and I bought him a bunch of Viper stuff. We were viped up, and uh like hyped up. <laughs> viped up. We were hyped up, and we. Why? Uh, <laughs> right. We were hyped up, and uh and we were watching the DC Defenders. That was before the Vipers game. That was on Saturday, and. He was like, I think I'm a DC Defenders fan, and then we broke up. So he's wow. no longer oh. boyfriend. Just kidding. We got right back together. But he was really threatening to jump off the bandwagon. Then we lost, yeah. real bad, and he was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna stick with the Vipers. So
2: that's true love.
0: I would say DC. <laughs> I would say DC Defenders are your best pick. They yeah. were the most exciting to watch. I think. Well, all right, Ashley. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough now. Stepping the J of the podcast and beating me. In my game. Uh, Yeah. So there you go, Uh, Allison. Nobody likes that. You're not really based on anything you said. You are now a (laughs) DC Defender.
3: Explicitly by color. I want you to
0: thrive. (laughs) I want you to thrive and have a good life and enjoy watching the XFL. So I'm picking the DC Defenders for you.
2: Guys, she likes the Blackhawks and the Red Stars and the Bulls. Like, she'll be fine with red. Right. Yeah,
0: those are red colors. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I mean. She looks
2: great in blue and green, but she's got red in her wardrobe already, so... It'll be okay.
0: And the defenders are now—they have the best odds. With the new updated odds, they have the best odds in the league. But I'm assigning it to you, so you won't—you don't have to take heat for being like a front runner. Nolan yeah, gave it good. to me. I have no other option. Right. Yeah. And then when they win, you just give me a little kickback. Yeah. That's the sound of her kicking something back to me. What? What is she? I don't know. Back to Money. Now. What? I don't know. If you want to, leave off a
2: voicemail.
0: Good. Really good. You've only had 100 episodes of practice. <laughs> Is that a new sweatshirt? Yeah. What are you? Why are you clicking?
2: Ah, i kicking it back.
0: You know, okay. Uh, numbers 860 If you wanted to leave a full voicemail. Uh, oh, hello. wow. Hi. She just
2: had to throw Hi. it down. How are yeah, you?
0: She, she wanted to. I'm get
2: great. It. Feeling really good. What's up? How are you? Fine. How are you? Good.
0: Cool. What's up? I don't know. I We didn't. Focus on friendly banter. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
5: I'm trying to think. Of uh them.
0: Did anything happen? We got, well, we're going to talk about that later. We uh will. It's been, a, it's been one week since you looked at me across over the mics podcast. All right. So now we're in official Potter show, business, <laughs> which I guess is kind of friendly banter. Guys, it's our 100th episode. It's
2: guys. You went too It's bad. our 100th episode. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was turning my paper over.
0: Yay. We did it. Wow. You know, it's like, Go ahead. It's kind of
2: Sorry, big, go ahead. It's kind of a big deal.
0: Is it? Because I was just going to say, you know, we spent a lot of time thinking about what we were going to do for this and then kind of decided it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's just 100. It's it's
2: arbitrary. Numbers are arbitrary. Yeah, but I think taking the time to celebrate important milestones is important. We're stopping to smell the roses a little bit. Yeah, but we're just going to do it here in
0: official Potter Show business. We're not well, really yeah. going to do anything special for the podcast. No. Right? Just gonna,
2: just gonna be-
0: we thought about like, squeak making putting every bit into the but that would be too hard you know us it would be six hours long Mm. and we literally (laughs) can't do that today we thought about a bunch of stuff but what i think we boiled it down to is like let's talk about the way our awesome fans have celebrated 100 episodes emily anderson friend of the pod Mm -hmm. tweeted out a video of 100 opens of this podcast starting from episode zero when we didn't have a name then you figure out right around the Super Bowl, which was what episode, six or seven or something, yeah. we got the intro of the sports podcast that ends with a question mark, starts with a question. And then we just got all the weird words that we called people.
2: With only three repeats. And those that was were? very impressive.
0: Those were soft cheeses. Which is a phrase I've never said in my life, I, except that twice. I don't know why I that said it surprising. that many times.
2: I know. Um, bucket hats.
0: A thing I love and I'm very passionate about. And waffle fries. Also like them, but I don't, I think it's just two words. You're not going to call somebody The a bucket steak hat's front.
3: repeat is interesting. Not
0: interesting to me. I'm, I'm, it's always front of mind.
3: Mm. And, and, fr- and also front of head.
0: Well, Jay, it's front, side, and back of head. That's the whole point of the bucket. Uh, I love a bucket hat. I
2: forgot you used to
0: say hello. Oh, oh I didn't. Man. I didn't. Cause you'll notice. And I was really proud of myself. Once I said, why do I do that? I never did it again.
2: I did notice
0: because it's hard to start a sentence with hello to be like hello. You want to be like hello, and then you're like
5: wah, 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 wah,
0: wah. <laughs> so that was awesome. Uh, and then I believe it was also Emily that turned that into a, a puzzle, yes. a one thousand and fourteen piece puzzle. I don't know the significance of that number.
2: It was probably like you go to a puzzle, like make this a puzzle website. And yeah, but you would like, think they would the just have pieces. They
0: would just have like a thousand puzzle, uh, maybe. But it's 1,014 pieces. Wow. it's Awesome. I haven't stopped thinking about it. So it's just pictures of stuff that we – I'm waiting for you to talk because you've got it on your desk. You've spent a lot of time yeah, she, with it.
2: she made that video yeah. and had an image pop up every for everything you said. Go so, look it
0: up. It's on our Reddit, I think. Somebody posted it there. If not, it's on my Twitter.
2: Yeah. And then took that image, which is just a collage of all of the images from your intros, and got it printed onto a puzzle – it's one thousand and fourteen pieces. And Tobin Heath right in the middle. Famously. Right in the middle, Love which is that. great. Um and I just don't know where and when we're gonna do it. So
0: where is the biggest issue? Because when we'll always make time. But we yesterday were like, should we do this puzzle? Ashley actually suggested that we do the puzzle on the podcast as a celebration of the podcast. Mm, I and I was still like, Still think that was a great idea. Famously, an audio medium. Just
2: people listen to us do a puzzle, and they it's like,
0: awful. They would learn full audio so much about us. They wouldn't because <laughs> I would just be weird. like, "Where is this little guy?" That's all you'd get. Mm. Where's Tobin's leg? Like it wouldn't be it. So we didn't do it. <laughs> but now we're trying to figure out when we do it. Where do we? We'll have to do it, I guess, at your house. Yeah. But I'd like to have it at work as like a – I need a quick 20-minute break. I'm going to go do – I'm going to bang out a little bit the of the The thing puzzle. about puzzles is that it's never just 20 minutes. Like that time flies by. I know. But imagine if we had a table set up for it and when we needed like a
2: break. It really is good for anxiety. It puzzle is because
0: – well, A, it's like good for you to do stuff with your hands instead mm-hmm. of like reading or like typing. You know what I mean? Typing yeah. is obviously with your hands. But like build something. And then also, it's good at like taking your mind off stuff
2: and looking away from screens and for a minute. Progress. Yeah,
0: we talked about that yesterday. But like, the it's there's a it, when you do creative stuff, it's hard to feel like you're making progress. With a puzzle, you can look down and be like, there are seventeen pieces back in where they should be more than when I started. Yeah, I sense of accomplishment. progress.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So now we're looking for a place to do that. What mm. else did we get from listeners celebrating a hundred? Mariah. Our girl,
2: Mariah.
3: Woof. My goodness.
2: Woof, Jay says. That was Jay. That went woof.
3: Yeah. She is just collecting all of the greatest Adread songs and doing some real solid Photoshop work.
2: Not just that. The audio editing, too, was really good. Yeah. She made me sound like a singer. Because <laughs> 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 Mariah does sing. She's, so she knows she
0: how does. to do that. Uh also, I cannot believe she's a fan of this podcast as a person who can actually sing because I feel like it would annoy me if somebody kept singing ad reads. <laughs> but shout out to Mariah.
2: Good thing our song today is not ambitious at all.
0: Yeah, Ashley goes, it's our 100th episode. I had said to her, I want to do, let's do Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. She was like, great, love that. But it's our 100th episode. <laughs> and we've had this one really ambitious song on the list for a long time. I think today's the day we break it out. Um, I'm going to let you know uh you should use undies, but skip maybe skip
3: <laughs> Mead <the> me <laughs>
0: Mead read this week
5: because I
0: uh we were picking it and I was listening back to it just to, you know, refresh my memory and I said, I know for a fact I can't hit these notes. <laughs> I've tried since the song came out, which was a couple years ago. Uh so that should be fun. What a tease. What a tease. Also on the podcast, tease goes here. I'm just gonna read straight from the pod doc today so you guys know what happens. The well the special for the one hundredth episode will be behind the music, behind the pod. Nice. Mm. Love that. Today on the podcast, Tease Goes Here. Uh we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk XFL, we have a bachelor update, but it's actually gonna be more of like a theory mm. theory discussion Strategy because this, I'm
2: gonna need thirty minutes for the Bachelor
0: update. This episode, wow. I mean this season <laughs> of The Bachelor is just It's a wild ride. Something else. There's we've hit some turbulence, guys. Oh boy. A pilot. No, I got yeah. it. I just Gosh. wanted to to breeze past it. Should we we're gonna, buckle
3: our seatbelts? Ash.
0: All right, we're going to talk about the uh, Brady Philip Rivers. That's me being annoyed by Brady. The XFL. Obviously. What else? I'm flipping through the podcast, Doc. Uh, uh, you know, stuff. Good tease. Can be great. Dog show. We didn't talk about Mookie yet.
3: We talked about him last week, but there's just a a Mookie update. I don't think we need to. Yeah, oh, we're no talk about best Mookie in this show. week.
0: Best in show uh cool so before we get to all that you're now free to move about the podcast Um, (laughs) today's podcast brought to you by untuck it so ashley how'd you like me to untuck it
2: I had a lot of people reaching out to me after your uh hq performance of the other day Yesterday. yesterday yeah time time's a flat circle sure where you did a batman voice Which you have done on the pod before. Here's the thing guys, I've made it pretty clear, especially in,
0: in Lebitard terms. It's a limited fake. I do not have more than, where's Rachel? I can't do,
2: Mm. where is she? The
5: problem
2: though is that like people would yell at me if I didn't ask you to do it. Mm. So I think you should do this ad read as if you were Batman, but also like selling foodstuffs at a stadium. So it could be popcorn, it could be ice cream, it could be beer. It's really your choice. Like at a kiosk or walking through the walking stands? Walking through, I think, yeah. <sighs> In the kiosk, you just stand there. I know. Yeah, that's You make these fun. too hard.
3: It's I okay. You can insert one or two you. lines about it and then forget for the rest of the ad read. Hey. <laughs> wow.
5: <laughs> why <password>. why <laughs> would
4: I do that?
3: <laughs> hey.
1: Popcorn. <laughs> Get your popcorn here. <laughs>
5: Popcorn. it?
1: <laughs> Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look th- so long and baggy? <laughs>
5: That's
1: because they were never meant to be worn that way. Popcorn.
5: So, can anybody hear me? It's popcorn.
1: Untucked it shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. Doesn't he have like a lisp? No. Like, it's like his uh, – because his mask – maybe if I do this. Sh- now you're man. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> I'm still Batman. Yeah, there it is. I have it. It's like okay. Sh- Specifically designed to be worn untucked. They fit perfectly and have great designs. Why are you filming me? <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn. Hot, hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. On I'm He's not sure if he Did has you, them. Would you rather? Should I go get some hot dogs? What's in here? There's a lot of great designs on these untucked shirts, and they have tons of options to perfectly fit you. Rachel, where's Rachel?
5: <laughs>
1: it's the original untucked shirt, a modern solution to an old problem. With no tucking or tailoring required, no matter your size or shape or hero status, their shirts are perfectly untucked, are the perfect untucked links. Do you need change? (laughs) Can you hand this to the woman next to you? (laughs) I can't keep changing my cape. <laughs> it's unpractical. <laughs> Thank you. This is a tip. <laughs> With more than fifty fit combinations, untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, <laughs> and athletic people of all ages. Okay, it's
0: very specific. Doesn't say fat, but I'm assuming it. It'll <laughs> also fit you
1: if you're fat. <laughs> But don't just take my word for it. Even though I'm Batman, <laughs> try untuck it for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use code Nolan. Like Christopher,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> twenty percent off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. Unbelievable. Hot dogs. Or popcorn. (laughs) Get your hot dogs or popcorn here. Anyone. Anyone. Rachel. (laughs) That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com and promo code Nolan for $20 off. 20%. 20% off. Thank you. Your first order. Where is she?
0: (laughs) Okay, great. Loved that.
4: (laughs) Huh.
0: The joy. I also, favorite thing about this podcast is notes are given and never taken. Like, let's not start the podcast with a raspy voiced person because now I'm screwed for the rest of the pod. Mm. Happy 100.
3: 100. Cheers. Cheers. We're choosing
0: tiny bottles oh. of water, big Yeti coolers of water. <laughs> All right. NFL news, real quick. Miles Garrett was reinstated. That just happened. Uh, they met on Monday, Miles Garrett and Roger Goodell. Uh, the Browns announced today, Wednesday, he's been officially reinstated. As a reminder, if as if you needed it, uh, he was given an indefinite suspension in November because he hit Mason Rudolph in the head with his helmet, which not allowed.
3: No. Frowned upon, yeah.
0: Frowned upon for sure. Aggressively <laughs> frowned upon. Uh, and he missed the final six games of the season. Uh, Andrew Berry, the GM of the Browns, that's new, uh, issued the following statement. We welcome him back with open arms. We know he's grateful to be reinstated, eager to put the past behind him, continue to evolve and grow as a leader, blah, 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 blah. Um... A strong, positive presence, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Wow, that's felt kind of quick. a sloppy
2: statement. I mean, it felt
0: – yeah, he just wrote blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, try. <laughs> it's your first statement as GM. Uh, I don't know. It felt kind of quick to me
2: for him to come back. Really? Don't you think? I think a, a lot of people felt like because that game was in prime time, it got a lot more attention and they, they felt a pressure – to make the penalty huge. And Um, because of the, just like the
0: nature of it. Right. Like it was like, wow. I remember it being like
2: shocking to see.
5: Yeah.
0: There was, you're right. I was forgetting. There were lots of like after the fact things that were coming out about it. So I think it was probably a tricky situation, but it feels like a wait till the season's over and everyone's kind of chilled out about it. And then just be like, yeah, you can come back.
2: Yeah. And I think in terms of, we talk a lot about guys and women who do a thing, and are really bad at – either don't apologize for it or really bad at apologizing for it or are very fake about apologizing for it. And to me personally, it kind of felt like, oh, he recognizes what he did. He is taking accountability and like genuinely feels contrition and wants to like improve. Yeah. So it, it's like – this person really made a mistake but – at some point you have to look at it and be like we are you genuinely remorseful Right. are you going to do it again and yeah, i that's really a thing. think it's like a if no. he does anything
0: like that again that's right he's probably going to feel the wrath of it but i think that's fair of like prove you did something that you know you did something wrong mm-hmm. work towards never doing it again we'll give you another shot but if you do it again right that's, that's it exactly all right uh philip rivers is leaving the Chargers after 16 years. They put out a statement. Los Angeles Chargers and quarterback Philip Rivers mutually agreed, which is like a breakup. And you're like, mm-hmm. we both decide. It's like, well, one of you was probably the driving force. They've mutually agreed he will enter free agency and not return to the team for the 2020 season. Um, the NFL posted about it on Instagram. Tom Brady liked it. Interesting. People were trying to say that that was him, uh, letting people know that he was going to go to the Chargers. I couldn't disagree more. Really? Yeah. It's There's 8,000 reasons that he could have liked it uh, before I get into what they are. And mm-hmm. we won't do all 8,000 just in the interest of time. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, Instagram got rid of that tab where you can monitor what the people that you follow are liking and who they're following. Wish they didn't because it was really good for him <laughs> stalking. But I'm almost – I'm a little glad they did because it's like I hate like policing. I hate when people are like, you liked this? And it's like, Yeah. Likes don't just mean like I love this as is indicated by the fact that like sometimes people will be like my, my grandfather passed away. He was a wonderful man and you hit like. You're not happy that the person's grandfather passed away. You're acknowledging without having to say anything like I see this. I'm thinking of you, whatever. Liking something on Instagram, specifically Brady liking this post could have been A, Brady acknowledging and respecting a fellow quarterback who spent 16 seasons with one team. Like mm-hmm. wow, good for – that's great could be him uh supporting an older quarterback who's been with one team uh entering free agency a thing he's doing as well uh it could be um maybe he thought that maybe he's trolling us <laughs> which he's shown this offseason mm-hmm. on Instagram he's willing to do right because he Posted a thing that made it look like he was making an announcement about where he was going to go, and it ended up being a Hulu ad. Right, and maybe he thought that Philip looked hot in that picture. It's possible. Uh, option D, E, A, I, B, C, D. I
2: mean, he has he has famously some pretty good taste as far as aesthetics in other people. So I don't, not, I wouldn't be able to say. Because Philip Rivers is an athlete, and right. I, we can't objectify we him. We do not whether or not he is a. And I didn't say
0: that, and I don't. Right. Uh, I don't
2: like you insinuating that well, I did. Well, yeah, there's not a really good way to navigate this, but it's probably not that one. Well, Brady's allowed to. Yeah, we Brady, also Brady can do whatever he wants. Also,
0: realize we failed to mention the Super Bowl commercial for Oikos, in which they specifically just uh, objectified athletes.
3: Mm. Yeah. I think that's because we don't do that here. I
0: know, but I wanted. I think we should have taken a stronger stance as a podcast against Oikos yogurt.
3: Yeah, don't eat that yogurt.
2: I mean, <laughs> unless they sponsor anything in
3: unless the they ESPN wanna, or Disney. Unless or, they, or, sure, sure,
2: sure. We love sure, them. Sure, sure. In which famously, Oikos. we will edit this Big out <laughs> when we find out. Point
0: is, I just find it distasteful. Wow, to nice. uh, play a song that says "bubble butt, bubble, bubble, bubble butt" while showing videos of NFL players and mm. their butts. I had to look away. A lot of people were offended by Shakira and JLo, Not me. I was offended by that Oikos commercial. I'm
2: sorry you had to go through that.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Finally, somebody understands. <laughs> Do their butts look like bubbles? I couldn't tell you. It's not for me to decide.
3: It's not your choice.
0: I've heard people say it, and I unfollow those people, and I tell them to find the Lord. What? Because that is just a thing that if I were to think it, Wow, NFL players have great butts and they look like bubbles and I'd love to squeeze them. If I were to think that, which I wouldn't ever, I would be disgusted with myself. If I were like, Oh my God, how do they get their butts like that? I wish I could grab a butt like that. Gross. Why would I think that ever? We don't objectify athletes here in this podcast. Uh, back to Philip Rivers from the Bubble Butts for no reason. Um, we kind of knew this was coming. They were maybe going to tag him, but they didn't. Uh, he obviously is, leaves the team as their all time leader in completions, attempts, passing yards, passing touchdowns, passer rating, game winning drives, <laughs> not this last season, and uh, 4,000 <laughs> yard seasons and wins. So currently on the roster, uh, they have Tyrod Taylor and Easton Stick, who sounds like he should have played hockey. Yeah, For sure. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. I think we've said that before. I tweeted it, I think. <laughs> uh, it's not a person. Stick is not a last name. It's Stickly.
3: <laughs> New York City, Write New York to State.
0: me. Stick Stickly, <laughs> PO Box 963, New York City, New York State.
3: 10108.
2: 10108.
0: What?
3: Stickly.
2: In uh, God's name, are you
3: tarnation. Two talking
2: about? uh it's what was it, Nick Nick uh
0: Nick afternoon or something? Nick so, in the know. afternoon. Yeah.
3: I don't know if that's the right. Stick Stickly PO Box
0: 963?
3: Was 963. What?
0: Is, wow. i'm mad at myself <laughs> delete that from my brain and make room for i don't know people's phone numbers
3: nope
0: <laughs> it wasn't one zero 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 eight
3: i think it's one oh one oh eight hang on
0: i thought you just had it
3: well i was just doing that for memory oh um one oh one oh eight okay good job we both are useless crushing it
0: and that was it doesn't say what that was on it was called nick in the afternoon i think it was like nick something
3: nick in the afternoon
0: okay is it a show? It was like a
3: bunch was, of shows. It was like a block of shows.
0: But like this, uh, popsicle stick hosted it.
3: His name was Stick Stickly.
0: Oh wow, that's beautiful. Easton Stick Stickly <laughs> is why we got here. Um, obviously, people have mentioned Tom Brady and Tua as potential pickups for the Chargers. Tyrod Taylor.
2: Tyrod yes. Taylor. I know we're not at X- Okay, we're not at XFL yet. So I'll well. what. The Marquette, they were calling him Marquette. They were. We'll get there. Can we get there?
0: You were right. Um,
3: Great battle hawk.
0: All right. Brady to the Cowboys, question mark, is the next category Ashley put in here?
3: You on un-
2: Friday. You unpack it. Michael Irvin was on WEEI, which is a Boston radio. Sure is. And said – Shout out Sports Hub. Some very <laughs> significant people told him that the Cowboys may pursue Tom Brady in free agency. Since then, he has walked it back and said significant people don't include Jerry Jones, anybody who works for Jerry, anybody associated with the Cowboys. <laughs> Why do you have to specifically name Jerry Jones then? Because I think they're obviously significant they have people. A relationship. Yeah, but
0: like significant people is not anybody associated with the team.
2: People are like, oh, did Jerry Jones tell you that? And he's like, no, no, Jerry it's didn't. not anybody associated with. The team. Anyways, so how they would pull this off theoretically is they would put the the Cowboys put the franchise tag on deck – And then they would either trade him or let another team sign him to an offer that the Cowboys wouldn't match. Okay. And then they would go after Brady. Okay. Dak is 26. Yes.
0: Tom Brady, 43. Yes. It would be monumentally stupid. I hate that any uh, opinion I give on where Brady's going to go is just people think I'm just mad he's going to leave the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I know we don't have that much longer with Brady anyway. Mm-hmm. I know Brady is declining as he should. He's 43. Um, I think it's on them on the record is saying I think it's dumb for him to leave. It's like getting a divorce at 90. It's like you've got a couple more years. Just work out your issues and, and go out with. a. That's why you get married so that when you're old, mm-hmm. old, old and you're taking care of each other. You're not bickering anymore. You know what I mean? Don't, what's the point? You're not going to start a brand new relationship and fall
2: in love at 90. Well, I think you might, but it's not <laughs> worth it. I think for outside of the metaphor, like what's the point for Brady is something I've been kind of thinking about a lot. Whether or not this in like this move and whether he does it is what got me thinking about it. But it's not like he needs to be a ring chaser. He's not, he's not in looking for another title necessarily. Like, does he just want to, People say that the Bill and Tom both want to prove they can do it without each other. I don't know if
0: that's a thing. I don't I, – it's a, a nice storyline. It sounds like it makes sense, but I can't imagine being like – like if you and I did this forever and this became the most – and you too, Jay, but whatever – and this became the most successful podcast ever, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be like, I want to prove I can do it without Ashley. I'd be like, I want to be with Ashley. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um but even still, for Brady, that makes less sense. So go, you think... That- if you were trying to prove you could do it without Bill and you're declining, if you went and tried to do it without Bill and you didn't do it, you would then be invalidating your own... You're the, you'd are the. you be the one that made the point that it was just Bill. Like, there'd be a lot riding on you doing it yeah. without Bill. Yeah. And you're not how old you were when you started doing it with Bill. So right. it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, I
2: think if you're going to... If you're going to try to win, but you want a built in excuse for why you don't, the Cowboys are a pretty good place to go. Like, because it wouldn't be a hundred percent on him. All the Cowboys failures ultimately reflect back on Jerry. It's like, well, Jerry messed it up this way or this way or this way. Or, you know, they brought in what's his name, Shanahan. And it's like, well, he couldn't do it or like. You know, it's not just on Brady in this situation.
3: It but, reminds me of when, oh boy, Wayne Gretzky left the Kings, or and he went to the Rangers, and then he went to Oilers. Uh, well, he was on the Oilers, early, yeah. Then he was on the Kings forever, and then he like went around and he played on I think like three or four different teams. And I, I when I look at like Brady now, because he said that he wants to play like two or three more years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a like I'll go play a season for the Cowboys, and then I'll go play a but season. Why? For, yeah, to I, what
2: end? That's the question. Like those, I think. And I don't remember Gretzky specifically, but a lot of players like Favre, for example, like they just want to keep playing and their team doesn't want them. And so they're like, or they retire and then they change their mind. But like Brady, if he wants to stay with the Pats, he can.
0: I mean, Kraft did tell him to pursue free agency. It was like, go see.
2: for, But like he doesn't need the money. No. He doesn't need the title. So like if it's just to say – look, I can do it outside of Bill, then I kind of think the Cowboys might be a good fit. I just don't think doing it
0: for that reason is smart.
2: If, I because if, Because if,
0: even if he goes and plays two more years, also if he goes and immediately gets injured, like there's a ton of potential for that. I know he's pliable or whatever because of his TB12 method. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say he leaves and gets injured or he leaves and he sucks his first season with whatever team for whatever reason. There will be people who are like, Brady was just a system quarterback. And it's like he's 43 now. Now's a weird time to be like, I'm gonna prove that I'm the greatest. Like you could have done it before, but now
2: it's a high risk chance. So the alternative is stay at New England and hope that Stay at New England and retire Patriot. And they get like some more offensive weapons to well, like that's help thing them on a run. Probably not gonna do. So it's like, are you just gonna play for two more years just to play, but like not? Necessarily, if they, have they don't as get strong wep- of a chance, if they don't get table. weapons, which they've not never really had, I mean, they tried,
0: yeah. We had the beginning movies, of this but- season, we had a bunch, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we had none again. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you're gonna, if you want to prove yourself, you can still prove yourself where you're the most beloved name in the franchise and have
2: nothing to work with. You still have an uphill battle to prove yourself. Well, there, I, yeah, there, I mean, there's still, there are people now who say that. Brady is a system quarterback.
0: Yeah, I know. But if he leaves and he sucks, that's that. To those people, will prove that he's a system quarterback. I'm doing air quotes. (laughs)
2: It's an audio media. Audio medium,
0: famously. Um, I also think franchise tagging Dak is a mistake. He's done so well by that organization. He's done everything right, and for them to be like, especially when people are discussing how much Mahomes is going to make, like, well, just reward your guy, make him your guy. Stop lusting after everybody else you have a 26 year old quarterback who's good
2: yeah but then you look at the chargers and you're like okay i got this franchise quarterback and he's good but like he is not taking us all the way and if that's what you want and if you're jerry but they did that for the
0: chargers did that for 16 years i know and
2: but like was that the right decision
0: no but you don't have to give dak a 16 year contract Give him a long-term contract that isn't too long and then decide. But don't bail on him now for a 43-year-old. Well, I don't
2: think that they're – well, we're saying different things. We're talking about franchise tag versus going after Brady. Yeah, like, but the, the goal would be to franchise tag him and well, yeah, go after he Brady. Might, they might also just have to franchise tag him separate of Brady because they can't agree on it.
0: I think that the way that agents are now and the way the franchise tag is perceived by players and their representation is that it's an insult. Yeah. And I think there are teams that it makes sense for. I don't think it makes sense for the Cowboys and Dak. That's just my personal opinion.
2: I think it would make more sense for Brady to go to the Cowboys than it would for the Cowboys to go after Brady.
0: Yeah. I feel like you swapped on that. You didn't think he should go to the Cowboys. You do think he should go?
2: If if it depends what he wants. I have no idea what he wants. Well, that's our
0: job. We're supposed to pretend we we know what he wants.
2: So if like if if I'm Tom Brady, I'm the most uh, hi. One of How the most competitive people.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being here on this podcast.
2: That exists.
0: We booked the guest. Ash, right? uh Tom, what uh, are you? Mm. Would you say you're very competitive? Yes, I'm probably one of the most competitive people that exists. And so, um, what are you considering going to the Cowboys, and why?
2: I'm considering going to the Cowboys. Yes, because you know I've brought a lot to the great compilation of states that's new england the tri-state area no those are two different areas tom (laughs) you've been here for so long (laughs) you know it's really confusing people should research it more tom who's what's in new england new hampshire yeah maine right massachusetts you skipped one that's rhode island okay um vermont there you are and connecticut yeah Mm -hmm. famously so i lived there for a long time you have as tom brady Right. I've lived there. So much. I know. So anyway, yeah, I'm considering going just because Why did Tom Brady just say as Tom Brady? I don't know. What that's a weird, weird. guest. Yeah. Sorry, Tom, go ahead. I'm considering going because you know, I've when you've spent your entire life doing one thing in one place, sometimes you just want to have a different experience and grow as a person and let your family, you know, maybe live somewhere that's a little bit warmer. Excuse me. Um even though we did have that house in California. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, you've not, got lots of houses, Tom. I
0: don't think you, your family needs
2: to. That's true. That's true. I think, you know, I think being able to help a franchise out of a years long hole that they've had and help bring them back to greatness um, would really just be a crowning achievement for me. And to prove that I can do it without the help of the greatest coach in the history of all things. and, and um, what would you would say be- to people
0: who, who say that you're 43 years old? You look, Great, by the way. Thank you. I know. Um, of ice cream. What would you say to people who say 43 is not a good time to
2: prove that? Well, then when? When? Because uh, a couple of years not, ago, it's not when I'm 44. Well, it we can't go back in time. Why have you we never? Have if this
0: matters to you so much, why have you never entered free agency before? Well,
2: I don't think it mattered to me until now. You why? Know?
0: That's really weird, Tom.
2: It is. It is weird. I'm a weird guy. I don't know if you know that, and we haven't met before, right? So. You, you don't know, except that time I saw you take off your shirt. In I was the hoping tunnel. you weren't going to bring that up. Oh, I remember it. You do remember I it? I do, yeah. Did was... you notice that they were mom jeans and a really bad bra? Um, no, I didn't. Thank I just you. thought that that woman is, is stunning and beautiful and probably wow. really smart. My face also. was covered
0: by a shirt. So that's an interesting <laughs> thought. Well, in I, I
2: don't objectify journalists. So love that for you. Great.
0: Great. Uh, and now just one last question before you go real quick. Yeah, of course. Why'd you kiss your kid in the mouth? People show affection in different ways. Sure. Thank you so much, Tom Brady, for being here. Uh, There was a girl under anesthesia. We still do this, I guess. Film people when they're done with surgery. And she said she was going on and on about how she loves Aaron Rodgers. I actually kind of loved it because it's like a it's solid proof to anybody who's like, women don't like sports. Like when you're under anesthesia, you're not mentally present. And she was going on and on about loving Aaron Rodgers and so happy we have Aaron Jones to establish a run game to take some pressure off Aaron Rodgers. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful video. She also said Aaron Jones and somebody in the room was like, who? And she was like, you don't know Aaron Jones? It was cute. <laughs> but in it, she said, uh, I would, if, t- she said, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is my best friend. I, she said she thought that she was going to wake up and he was going to be there. And then she said if Aaron Rodgers were here – because I think it was throat surgery. It was something. She kept saying her throat hurt. Maybe she got her tonsils out or something. Yeah. She said if Aaron Rodgers were here, he would buy me
1: 400 popsicles. Or
0: <laughs> and so the internet, of course, started tweeting at him that he better buy her 400 My popsicles, goodness. which is like, ah, just leave it. Yeah.
3: How much are those mega packs? Like how many come in those giant packs? I don't
0: know. But – let me just say, internet, you're not the first person who saw that video and tweeted at him. And if you're Aaron Rodgers, if I were Aaron Rodgers...
2: Oh, Aaron, it's nice to meet you. Hi. It's great to have you here. Thanks so much. What did you think of the video of the fan under anesthesia saying she was your best friend? So great. I loved that. Mm. Uh, I thought that was really funny.
0: Uh, Danica and I both thought it was really funny. If I... It, I, w- I have one note though. Yeah. Well, so my mentions for like a whole couple days have mm. been people saying that I better buy her 400 popsicles. Then there was like, a, I hope he buys her 400 popsicles. Those are nice. And then there's a lot of like, if he doesn't buy her 400 popsicles, he's not the guy I thought he was.
2: So did this kind of this reaction kind of take something that was beautiful and, poor and pure and like warp it a little bit? I sure feel like you're leading the witness, but yes, I would <laughs> say
0: uh, I'll take the bait and I'll say, yeah, that it felt like the internet kind of takes a beautiful thing and ruins it a lot mm. by hammering it into or like making it mean more than it needs to when I would just probably have bought her 400 popsicles, now I feel like there's a gun to my head and I have to buy her 400 popsicles, which A makes me angry, but B makes it meaningless. Yeah. Because now it's like I'm only, do- it looks like I'm only doing it because they told us to. But anyway, what I did as Aaron Rodgers, I had Danica tweet out that we'd be glad to buy the girl 400 popsicles. And then we sent her a bunch of otter pops.
3: Hey, Aaron, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Uh, you Who's bi- that guy? Uh, I'm Jay. I still am. Okay. Hey. Does uh, he work here? I didn't invite him here. Okay. Uh, so, you a big popsicle guy? Are you a fan of popsicles? And what what's your favorite kind? What a weirdo.
2: Do I have
0: to answer that? No. I mean, yeah, who doesn't like popsicles? And I guess I like, do um, you remember the ones that would come on? They were, their wrapper would have the name of the, the um, flavor really big on it. So it was like fruit punch, grape. I don't remember who made them, but they those were. The best popsicles. They were a little bit creamy in a weird way, mm. but they were really good. Fruit punch flavor of that. I'll look those up later. Do you have a thing on this podcast where you tell people to go look it up? We do. Say, yeah.
2: We just say, go, go look, look it up. It.
0: Well, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Go look it up. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so then, uh, hi, Katie here. Um, <laughs> what a nice guy. So, so nice. So nice.
2: I was going to say something else, but. We don't, we don't do that. We don't
0: do that. Uh, but Otter Pops <laughs> then tweeted, "We're also going to send you 400 popsicles." Now I just want to say, 800 popsicles—too many.
5: That's a lot of
2: popsicles. <laughs> too <laughs> many popsicles.
0: I had an ex-boyfriend whose uh, dad worked for Smithfield Bacon,
5: oh. and
0: he was like, uh, "I'm going to get us some bacon. Like, my dad's going to just like send us a bunch of bacon." And we got so much bacon, there was nowhere to put it. Did your boyfriend bring, bring home right? the bacon? It, he had the bacon shipped to the home.
1: <laughs> Her so <boyfriend>. were technically <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. boyfriend. <laughs> the boyfriend. My
0: ex-boyfriend. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Guys, I guys, I date, so I don't know. Wow. Pretty cool,
3: wow. pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> but I got so much bacon that I had to like give it out to people, and that's a really weird thing to do to walk into places. No, with no, no, anybody? no,
3: no, 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 no. Does that need... is the best thing to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: think about like, br- like, hey, yeah. how are you? Good. How's your family? Great. Do you need any bacon? Like, I just had too much. Fridges and freezers don't hold that much unless you've got one of those industrial sized freezers, which, as we've seen, if you watch any crime doc, that means you murder. <laughs> If you've got one of those big long horizontal freezers oh, in yeah. your in it your garage,
4: there's likely. a
5: body in
0: there. Yeah. Mm. Or like you are you hunt deer and there's a deer in yeah, there. Yeah, it's just venison. No one ever just keeps normal stuff in there because they're too big. But if you anyway, so I think four hundred eight hundred popsicles, too many popsicles, That's a lot. brain freeze for sure. Also, otter pops. Do those even have sticks? Stick stickly. I think those are just, I don't know, I don't I think those are just those, pop. um, I think they're like icy, ice pops. Oh, like the
2: ones you push up the plastic. In the yeah. plastic. Oh, yeah,
3: they are, they are. Yeah. So no like stick. not,
0: not a popsicle. It's an ice stick freeze pop. Also
3: makes it easier to get more of them in a box.
2: That's true.
0: Yeah. Right. You're right. It takes up less space. You yeah. can spread those Which out. Like you can s- carpet, wall to wall carpet oh. your, uh,
3: right. So 400's a little less impressive.
0: 800 though, still too much. <laughs> still too many. Yeah. For <laughs> still sure. too many. And also, Shout out Stick Sickly, That's rude. It's sending a bunch of popsicles that are not. He
3: needs a job. <laughs> He's he been brother. unemployed for his, years. You've been, you're putting his family out of work.
0: Uh, so that happened. XFL. Let's talk about it. You guys watch? Yeah, I watched both games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. One game on Sunday because the first game was the Vipers on Sunday, and then I just had a bad taste in my mouth re- regarding mm-hmm. the XFL.
2: Yeah, I actually think that was the exact same scenario as me.
0: I'm not, it looked, let me say this up top. It looked a lot more like football than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It did. I don't know that I can put that in specific terms. I don't know exactly what it was. Um, there were obviously some different things. One of which I didn't know I wasn't ready for is that we were going to get live sideline updates on ESPN from Diana Rossini. Yes. Shout out. Um, but lot, like this guy just missed a kick. How do you feel? Like Mike in his face.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> It was I think it went smoothly for its very first time. Yeah. There were some moments like there was a celebration and you could tell a producer was telling Diana like get in there and she like put her mic in and they were all just kind of mean mugging at the camera and she just kept like trying to slide her mic into it <laughs> and I could tell she was probably like I hate this I hate this yeah. I hate this. <laughs> um there was a moment in one game it might have been the Vipers game where Jenny Taft went up to a guy uh, and uh, this is—did I say Fox already? There was a sh- on Fox. She went up to a guy and was like, "I know you're about to get back out there, but I wanted to ask you." And he like looks at the field and looks at her. And he's like, "I have to go," and just, like, <laughs> he just ran. ran away. <laughs> so it's like, I know that when you're watching a broadcast, it's really easy to be like, "That was stupid," but you got to think we've been doing NFL games a certain way for a very long amount of time. Mm-hmm. There's a formula, a rhythm you're used to. This disrupted that completely so it's like you can now grab a guy on the sidelines and make him talk to you how do you know when to and when not to i think they probably grabbed that guy and we're going to talk to him and then there was like some sort of some maybe somebody called a timeout or something happened on the field that then she couldn't interview that guy and then when she went to it was time for him to get back out there maybe there was a turnover or something but it's like you're gonna get moments like that and i would tell the audience xfl audience be a little forgiving at first because this is very difficult um Steve Levy from ESPN, I thought, did a fantastic job of, A, making it still feel like a football game, Mm -hmm. but, B, managing a lot more traffic than they normally have to in a booth. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good point. You're already doing play-by-play, and you've got a color commentator. You're dealing with the fact that it's different rules, so when there's a catch and a guy gets one foot in bounds, you got to remind people of the new rule because it'll look confusing, you have to toss to the sideline. They went to the sideline a lot more than they normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out every hater who's ever said sideline reporters are useless. You don't get to complain now. That is a very <laughs> difficult job. It always has been. And now the difficulty on it has been upped exponentially. Yep.
3: Exponentially. Nice. Nice.
0: But Steve, like he did it. There was never a moment in the booth for that ESPN game where I was like, "Oh God, they're really still getting used." And they deserve a little bit of leeway, just like the sideline reporters do. But they, he didn't even need it. Steve Levy did a great job with that.
2: Steve Levy did make me have a little bit of an existential crisis. Why is that? Um, because he kept he pronounced yard line different than I'm used to in my life. What do you mean? Like we would uh, yard line. No, no, like just the emphasis. Yard line was the fifty yard line. This is Now he's on the Uh, 20-yard line. And I was like, wait, is it the 20-yard? Well, that's
3: actually, now that you say it.
2: Well, you get in your head because you're like, wait, is that actually right? It's
3: the 50-yard. The The 50-yard describes the line. Exactly. That's what I'm
2: saying. It was an existential crisis. I was like, have I been saying it incorrectly this whole time? Yes. The answer is yes. Well, it's a 50-yard line, Dad. Sorry. Little Giants, you're not going to get it. But you did it anyway. Um, (laughs) Two
0: points on that. Number one you do get bothered by emphasis because I remember I had always been an issue of mine. Go ahead. Make fun of me. I used to say offensive line
5: mm-hmm.
0: or like offensive lineman. It just felt right to me. I knew it was the offense. I would never call it the offense, but I would say like he's an offensive lineman. We talked about this. Ashley got link. upset. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I had to be like offensive lineman feels so weird. Now, obviously, it doesn't because I'm not a dummy, but it just I don't know. I said defensive lineman. It wasn't defensive lineman. Mm mm-hmm. But defensive back is the thing we say. Defensive end, we don't say defensive end. It's I, that has been a fu- it bothers me. <laughs> I I still get in my head the same way with that Arizona Atlanta football team thing. I get in my head every time I have to say it. So I will say can confirm it bothers you when people emphasize words differently. Can also confirm weirder than yard line or yard line. Uh there was uh you know how they have the the refs mic'd up in the booth when they're reviewing something? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just that uh when they talk to each other normally they don't have to worry about people hearing how they talk so they speak differently but there was a situation can't remember which game they really all blur together in which they were trying to figure out the spot like where a ball should go and they said it was as if it maybe it were the 20 because you know you get the little tick marks on the side of the field and then the big long line the yard line Mm-hmm. Um, and the ref, the like head official was like, yeah, we'll go ahead and put it. I think it's on the long one. So put it on the long one. And I'm like the long one. It's a yard line. What are you doing? Just call, put it on the 20. And instead he was like, yeah, I think we're going to spot it right there at the long one there. I'm like the long? What are you talking about? It was super weird. Uh, how do we feel about the mic'd up review
2: process? I think I liked it. I liked that as part of the larger kind of behind-the-curtain look at everything because at first – and I'm, I'm going to lump this in with other things. But like hearing the coach call the plays and like get in the quarterback's like ear like yeah. right before what and like even talking to players on the sideline immediately after something happened felt a little bit like at first like, oh, this is – this is like when you get married and – Or you're in a relationship for a while and you get comfortable enough with somebody that like you stop closing the door when you go to the bathroom and you're like, no, I love you, but I don't need to see all of that. This makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And then eventually you get over it and you're like, I love
3: everything about you.
2: Even when you pee with the door open. Wow. I can understand you want to look out the window. The water looks lovely. Wow. Wow can you like, see
3: the water from your bathroom
2: uh, what's happening anyways so to me like i i was really un- can't see the water <laughs> i was really uncomfortable with it
3: at first
2: <laughs> yeah and then it it grew on me because i think in this day and age in this in, in this, this current world climate with the current social climate you know these young the youths. these youths, the youths they really like the raw unaltered look like yeah we've seen success with videos that we put on the internet that are just live You know, and that's what this was. It was like here here it is. And if you're like, Oh, how could they make that call? You literally heard him talk it out with somebody. You're like, Oh, I can under. I may disagree with it, but I understand now why they did it. Which
0: made me think about the Super Bowl and like right after the I lost it. Um there was a lot of criticism of Shanahan and like, is this what he's gonna be like? Is this is he can't he's not a good coach. They should fire him. Mm -hmm. Insane stuff. And then Shanahan came out and did a press conference in which people were like, Do you regret not calling a timeout at the at the end of at the end of the first half? And he was sitting next to John Lynch who basically said like Yeah, I wanted him to call one there. I was a little confused. I default to Kyle. I trust him. I know what he's doing. But I I was like, why aren't we calling a timeout? And then they turned to Shanahan and asked him. And he goes, absolutely not. If I could go back, I would do it again. It was a no-brainer to not call a timeout. And then explained why, basically saying that they didn't want to leave any time on the clock. If they pinned them at the one, they they didn't want to give Mahomes any time to barge down the field and run up the score on them. And he just like described it what he was thinking, and then the narrative on Shanahan the next day changed. Mm -hmm. People were like, we're being too tough on Shanahan. And It's just like when you can – what it made me think is that there's a lot that goes into coaching, obviously, that we don't get and we don't know how it works, but we love to talk about it like it's so simple and so easy, and I think hearing the coaches talk and what they're doing may hurt them if they call a dumb play. I think you have to be a certain level of good to get that job anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're good enough to be there, it's actually just really interesting. It will help them to be like, oh, I heard his thought process. Like you said, I may not agree, but at least I understand how he got there. And then we can like debate on either side of that instead of being like, that was a dumb call. Yeah. I actually, imagine if Pete Carroll was mic'd up mm-hmm. when he called the when he. when he about it. We, yeah.
2: yeah. It also I don't know. It kind of when you watch an NFL game, you're always like the quarterback drops back and you're. You're like, what's going to happen? You yeah, know, like, right. I don't know. And now with the announcers helping you, because I don't understand NFL play goals, but they're like, Oh, they say these two words because this first letter means this. So they're going to, you know, do a sweep to the right. And you're like, there it is. There's a sweep. And you're like, I'm getting smarter about football right now. Yeah. They're like Tony
0: Romo, but like like helping yeah yeah, like, oh,
4: yeah he's do exactly. that. It's Tony yeah. Romo,
2: about helping but like it's, it's showing your work it's like show you yeah. Like i can follow yeah. along right there was
3: one point where they like they, they called something f and like on the broadcast they like circled the guy who was the f and they were like see how he's gonna move here and i was like oh my god it was yeah,
0: really cool, cool. <laughs> it was cool uh i don't understand how like that other coaches aren't gonna use that to
5: yes like maybe i'm a
0: dummy but this is the thing that um The Patriots – like Spygate whole thing was like you're filming the sideline. You're trying to pick up on what they're saying and what they're doing. That's why they're covering their mouths, which one of the coaches – I don't remember which one. Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn covered his mouth while he was mic'd up. It was like (laughs) – He he didn't know. Right. He must have forgotten. But it's like you're – yeah, you've got muscle memory. But you – how are they not just pulling tape and being like when they call this, this is going to happen. They're going to have to change it every week. Well, they're
2: calling – oh, yeah, it's a good – that's a good point. So with, I was going to say they're calling it in their helmets, but then the quarterback he goes He says out it and, like, out loud. It. Yeah, yeah, because
0: the linemen don't have the mics in their helmets. By yeah, the way, I don't like the mics the in their helmets.
3: Yeah, in the Wildcats game, there was an error. Like uh they, the coach it, like, couldn't wasn't communicate working. with well, the quarterback.
0: I think it was in the Vipers game because I watched the other two, and then by my game, I noticed Aaron Murray too much would like – the play would stop and he would stand exactly where he was and put his hands over his helmet trying to listen and you would see his receivers next to him. Everyone would just stop where they were and like listen. <laughs> like that is defeating the purpose. The purpose is get to the line and we don't have to waste any time because you're getting it in your ears. Right. Like you while you're while after the play's over you can run back to the line to huddle up getting the play in your head. If you're stopping and covering your ears at a stadium that it's week one of the XFL there were lots of people there but it wasn't sold out. No. The end zones were packed because I looked up tickets they were 20 bucks in the end zone. They were like a hundred on the sides. Right. So like it wasn't that packed and you couldn't hear it. Like either it works effectively or, or it takes away from the game.
3: Well, and with the shorter play clock too, like if it's not working, right. then it's more of a problem.
0: Right. So yeah. he was like stopping and listening. I'm like, why is my quarterback? The only one who's was like, ha? <laughs>
5: it's that what New York
0: guardians, that? those fans. They're not that loud. 17,000. I'm so glad we were going to you know, maybe raucous. go to that game. And I did, we didn't. And I was very happy. My boyfriend at the <laughs> half was like, Thank God we didn't go to this game. Yeah, that would be I hard to know. To
3: leave MetLife and Viper Met gear Whew. sucks. Not eh, cute. Well,
0: I would have done it. It's a real fan. Yeah, I'm a lifelong fan. It's in my Twitter bio.
3: Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> did your Twitter bio?
1: I mean? did
0: not. It's always been that lifelong biggest fan. Uh, halftime speeches. You got to go into the locker room and see what the coach said at halftime. Again, mine was the only one that was disappointing. <laughs> Trescan's <laughs> halftime speech was like, "All right, guys, we're uh, we're down." And we're going to go out there. We're going to play some football, uh, and we're going to do it good. And you know, we get the ball here, and we're going to do touchdowns with it. And so, and they were <laughs> all just it. standing,
3: looking there down. Was, like there were what? so many people not paying attention.
0: Yeah, and the others, it was like, all right, here
3: we go, and yeah. they were like,
0: all oh, at least looking at the coach. Yeah,
2: I think with that kind of access, it's like if you're good, if really good at your job, it helps you. And if you're not that great, it is not that great for you. And maybe
0: you're just not good at that aspect of your job. But I wonder if they were told ahead of time, like we're going to be in the locker room for the speech. So make sure you play it up a little bit. I do respect like, this is how I am. I don't change. But, uh, Tressman, as we, I think I said in the podcast before, but maybe we didn't have time to get to it. He is the, um, what's the bar rescue? He's the John Taffer of football. (laughs) If you look at his resume, he's been everywhere, coached for many teams, most of them for a year or two. He comes in, he does a great job of, like, increasing quarterback numbers and, like, turning the offense around, and then he bounces. He also is not good, uh like, it, with the Bears. He was disappointing. Yeah. He doesn't really stick around anywhere very long. So, like, maybe he's just not good at, like, forming bonds with the team. I don't know. I didn't like it. How
1: I feel about that. <laughs>
0: um... Jay, you said you wanted to say something about conversions and kickoffs, also conversions and kickoffs?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: that's
0: what it says! It in says the Jay, conversions slash kickoffs, so, well, set- also <laughs> conversions
3: slash kickoffs. The setup, the setup before it got deleted was like, what did you like and what did you not like? So what did uh, I like? The okay. conversions and kickoffs. <laughs> that's less I liked it. Yeah. What I also did not like was partially the conversions and the kickoffs. They didn't
0: do anything with the conversions.
3: There was not a single three point conversion attempt in week one, which honestly, it's new and I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it happen. I want it. I want that three-point conversion. I
2: loved the options because it made – they're like, well, is this a one-score game, or? Well, you know it's what's just... the most
0: exciting is when it was a two-score game <laughs> in my game because of these new conversions. Uh, it was a two-score game, and we opted to kick a field goal, <laughs> making it a two-score game.
3: Now that's just good coaching right there. They're
2: like, you just, you know, you want to, you don't want to
0: get shut. He's like, you want to put points on the board. I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. You're not adapting (laughs) to the new rules. It was a two score game. You kicked a field goal. It's now a two score game. Why?
5: Uh, The
3: kickoffs were a little wild. I think that it was weird. It looks like a mistake. It was so weird. It looks like it looks like rugby but also chess like it's just like a whole line of people and they people i'm not allowed to move
0: <laughs> uh-oh i just dropped my phone and it hit so many things on the oh, way no. down i gotta make sure that's not broken okay
3: it's definitely broken. uh yeah. anyway uh i th- we didn't see any run backs for a touchdown right which here. the point of the rule is that people should be running balls back for a touchdown yeah um which we might see more of, but like just everybody like 10 feet away from each other and running into each other. It was like an early war scene. You know what I mean? Like the sure. guys with the swords. Right. Oh. And then they just Back run at each other. ancient
2: Roman times.
3: Uh, like, uh, you could just Greek, said like
2: Game
0: of Thrones.
3: Game of Thrones. All of the above. It was weird. It was weird.
0: It was weird, but I think I'm in on it. I think I'm going to give it another week and we'll see how it goes. Uh ESPN did a really good job of like incorporating the odds and stuff, which is the thing we talked about. Fox, I didn't really see do it, which is weird because they have Fox bet.
3: Yeah, they didn't. They...
0: They mentioned Foxbat a couple times. It's like their app where you can, I'm not advertising it. Don't use it. It's trash. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but they, uh, they, I didn't see them do as much with it. Y-
3: you, yeah, they would just go to the lines like maybe once a half and show them. It's really small. Whereas, they were like, lines. Yeah. Whereas went to the line. ESPN had it the whole game, which yeah. was cool. Interesting. Um,
2: Overall, fun though. And it seemed to get really positive reception from like current and former NFL players.
0: Uh, the Wildcats, just any updates within the league. The Wildcats fired their defensive coordinator after one game. <laughs> uh, Josh Johnson, also on the Wildcats, is injured. So chi- Charles Knopf yeah, played.
3: He had a little temper sounds- tantrum when the mics weren't working sure. in his helmet. It was actually quite amusing to watch. I bet. Um, what else? Battlehawks beat the odds. They did. Beat the Renegades. They did. Who were picked number one. Yeah. Renegades didn't even get in the end zone. That's right. Kaka uh
2: do you spell it wrong as a
3: bit uh yes, yes. now he does because oh. he didn't know he was
0: spelling it wrong i called him out on it and now he's leaning into it okay that's me describing it that thank was you that's good yeah that was a good description if jay were here i think that's what he would say um, <laughs> uh what was i gonna oh marquette oh at least two
2: people including pat mcafee you'd think as a former punter yeah punter in the league kicker
3: I was a, is a he kicker
0: was... and and Marquette it, Marquette is a punter
3: McAfee was a punter Mar-
0: yeah he was a he was punter. Yeah. yeah are you positive uh yeah yeah I guess you're right he was a punter uh, that's my man wow, I, wow this is so my disrespectful
2: because
0: like, <laughs> they're two very different
2: jobs I'm almost positive it's a punter I
0: feel like in the XFL the evolution of it if it stays a
2: if it stays a league they should just have one they probably will
0: you really don't need both yeah he was a punter okay cool I knew that I said that
2: um He anyway he called him Marquette and I was like he wouldn't get it wrong right and that's we've talked about this so much and I we thought to the point where we were convinced Marquette was
0: trolling me by telling me Marquette for anyone who missed this story I used to do I used to host NFL Films Presents on FS1 I did a segment with Marquette King when I was talking to him earlier and at the beginning of the segment he said it's Marquette and I said hmm okay (laughs) so the whole time I called him Marquette. Uh, the way you film those is you you go on location, you film all the stuff, and then later you do a VO session where you record the VOs for the, the episode. And so obviously in the VOs of this episode, there was a lot of his name. And so I went into the VO session and I said, Marquette King is one of the best punters in the NFL. Uh And they stopped me and they were like, can you say Marquette? And I said, but I called him Marquette throughout the entire segment we filmed together because he told me it's pronounced Marquette. They're like, yeah, but we use a lot of footage from his career and the and the play-by-play guys call him marquette so you'll sound wrong uh we think it's marquette we don't think it's marquette and i'm like but he told me <laughs> so then i was like maybe he was messing with me uh but now i believe it i think what happened is enough people were like it's not marquette and they just call him marquette or people didn't know and they read it's like if you read the name katie and weirdly it was like katai but you wouldn't even think to ask, how do I pronounce this? Because it's Katie. Right. And so I think people just called him Marquette. Point is, I'm going to get canceled because I called him Marquette. Like 10 years from now, people are going to be like, you didn't know his name. And I'm like, yeah, I did. But they made me say Marquette. I just want a definitive answer on it. It's got to be Marquette. Uh, so that's, a f- that's enough for the XFL, right? That's everything. Yeah. It's Marquette.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the All Star Game, NBA All Star Game, is this weekend. I don't really have anything about. I Giannis's team is weird. It is. I was like, you ever drafted before?
3: It is weird. I uh, saw.
2: I can't remember whose theory it was, but somebody was saying Giannis was just wasn't going after the guys who've been around forever and have done it. He's going for the young and hungry. Still guys. weird. Just get, uh, interesting decision. A
0: mix of both is fine. We'll yeah, see. when you look at them versus LeBron's team, you. you're
3: like, okay, this is going to be a lot to a little.
0: <laughs> we'll see. It would be. I mean, it's a, definitely a great story if it isn't a lot. Too Damian little.
3: Lillard is on the bench. He's like the most on <laughs> fire player in the NBA right now, and he is sitting on the bench. for LeBron is team. on the
0: bench. Yeah, it, it doesn't make a lot of. Sense. We'll see. We're Russell see Westbrook goes. on the
3: bench. Russell Westbrook on the bench. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, you know what? At least Pascal Siakam is is yeah.
3: Spicy P. You know
2: what? I'm, I'm going to root for Team Giannis. I think everyone's going to root yeah. for Team Giannis. See, there we go. Now we care.
0: Oh, All I'm right. rooting
3: for the Monstars 100%. Okay. You me?
2: Sure. Because <laughs> Jay
0: famously loves basketball. Love. Big basketball guy. You wore basketball socks yesterday. I know.
2: They were Allen Iverson. So Yeah, they weren't like – They're not current.
3: They're cool socks, guys.
2: What's AI's nickname?
3: I know it. <laughs> if you
0: could, just give me – I asked you a question. What's the answer? you
3: talking about practice?
2: <laughs> that is, that's not the answer.
3: Do you know the answer? Somewhere in here. Mm. All right.
2: If only there was a hint. A hint. All right. Let's move on.
0: Um uh, I kind of wanted to talk about this. We don't – I don't think we need to get into it. Just for anybody who didn't know this, it's actually kind of a fascinating fact. So the Knicks hired Steve Stout. This is this new guy. He's a brand advisor. Vague, but Knicks. Um, he went on first take. And basically, uh, he's since apologized and said he didn't mean that. But he basically, like, fired the coaching staff on first take. Where was like, we got to make some changes at coaching and blah, 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 blah. Um, He was just, you know, speaking freely and it got him in trouble, which is a thing we can all relate to. The Knicks put out a statement that was like, he's not in charge of any of the stuff he said. We respect (laughs) him. We brought him in. We love his opinion. But don't put too much weight on what he said on first take. Uh, Name sounded familiar to me, Steve Stout. Here's why. Oh boy. You may recognize it from the G Unit jam. Uh, popping them thangs. The lyric. After the VMAs, my baby mama cussed my ass out. I kicked her ass. Not great. Uh, we backed friends like Puffy and Steve Stout, which then I was like, Oh, Puffy and Steve Stout. Steve Stout is the guy that Puffy allegedly, I don't know if it's been confirmed. So I'm just going to safely say allegedly assaulted Steve, uh, Puffy allegedly assaulted in 1999. Wow. Uh, prosecutors charged that it was, he was beaten with a telephone, a chair, and a champagne bottle. Really ran the gamut. Uh, he was a record executive. He was the president of Interscope's urban music division, and he also managed Nas. Puffy, you'll remember, was in Nas's music video for Hate Me Now, and they both got on crosses. Remember that video? Yeah. Uh, Puffy did it, but then afterwards, I think, was like, I don't want you to use that in the video. Um, and then the video aired on TRL shout out. Wow. Puffy saw it, because cool, Puffy watched TRL, interesting. Um and then he went to Stout's office and again, telephone chair, champagne bottle.
3: Mm.
2: I also have champagne bottles in my office just
0: on hand. Well, if you were a record executive, you, yeah, you would. Well, I mean I do. There'd it's a good thing he didn't have, you know, like a, a Guinness World Record in his office. That'd be a tough thing to get beat by.
2: Or like a sword from early war times. Yep.
0: You have that in the office? No. No. It's not good. I'm I gonna, don't have a sword. I'm
2: going to need you to we have a sledgehammer.
0: open up your desk. What? All right. <laughs> let's not. Uh, fun fact, though. Forbes just ranked the Knicks the number one highest valued team in the NBA at $4.6 billion. What a hilarious thing. Hilarious. hilarious that you are still, despite all your ineptitude, at the top of the food chain. Ah! Uh, also, really quick, the Mystics re-signed Elena Deladon to a four-year deal. Uh, shout out to her that's great we love her she's a she's a six-time all-star this is her she's entering her fourth season and she will be ready for the start of the season in May because she had back surgery last month but she's supposed to be ready to go nice so, yeah shout out to Elena uh go look it up a real quick go look it up Dwayne Wade and Gabby Union tweeted out I believe a video supporting their child's gender identity it was just look we had a conversation after Kobe about uh you know, Kobe being a girl dad and like relationships between children and their parents in the NBA. And mm-hmm. this was, uh, this was a really cool one. So I would recommend you go watch it. I yep. love that. I, I love agree. it. I love parental support. I just loved it. So go look that up. Uh, MLB proposing new rules that I don't understand. <laughs> it's like a NBA All Star scoring or whatever, they're, those new rules. You'll notice we didn't go through them because I'm still like, hmm. (laughs) And that's okay. I'm not a math person. Um, I don't – do either of you understand it and want to break it down or should we breeze past it? I
3: I think we breeze, but – The most
0: important thing is that someone – the winners of each division are going to get to choose who they play? Yeah. Or is it the winners of each
3: league? No, the division winner and the second best record get to – Choose, choose their, their own adventure,
0: which they are anticipating doing on like a selection show style broadcast mm-hmm. because the M- uh, the MLB deal with which two ones? So ESPN and I want to say Turner.
3: Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Because who's the other one that has Fox? I think the one with Fox is good for a while, but the deals with Turner and ESPN are up next year so if they're proposing this rule somebody suggested that it might be because they want to add things to incentivize to like beef up the deals that mm-hmm. they want to resign with these networks and so if they add like you can bid for the right to this selection show where the teams that won come on and announce who they're selecting to play to which I said I wouldn't watch that mm. baseball famously not full of interesting personalities that are just popping off the screen I'm picturing them sending an executive, unless you're going to get the guy technology and stuff, the Toyota guy <laughs> to come do it. I'd watch that. Sarah Spain suggested surrogates, like they would do mm-hmm. for the NBA for the lottery. Yeah. It's like send somebody on behalf of your team. And I said, I'd be in on that if they also gave that man the power to make the decision.
3: So like John Hamm picks for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah. And yeah. he was like, you look, I thought about it and I think we were really playing want the Cubs. We won a big game. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> making a decision is so, it's a catch 22. If you pick the worst team, what are you scared? If you pick the best team and you lose, it's like, what hubris? Why'd you do that? Pick the worst team. There's just – it adds in this weird debate of like – and then imagine being mad at your team because they picked the wrong team instead of just looking at the game and being like, that's how it shook out and we lost and I'm mad because of this specific thing instead of, what if we had picked this other team? Mm -hmm. It's so weird and I
2: don't like it. I think I like it. Why? Because it adds drama to – a league that only has bad (laughs) drama and not fun drama but you can start beef with another franchise in a way that like maybe you don't have in the past and then like if a team picks you you get this chip on your shoulder going into it like oh they think they can beat us like it just adds a level of like interpersonal stuff that doesn't exist currently
0: well it does exist and the problem with it is that the way baseball handles interpersonal stuff and chips on their shoulder is not fun they throw at each other's heads. They clear the bench in a brawl. Mm, like, that's a good point. they're not good at the, like, they have a set of unwritten rules. So now that we're going to have to add an unwritten rule of how you're supposed to act when your team gets picked and you feel disrespected. They're not fun about it. Mm. They're weird about it. They don't, mm. they don't handle conflict well and they hold grudges for way too long. So long. It's like five seasons ago when you were on a different team, you threw at my head. So I'm going to, it's like, this doesn't make any sense. I think it's just a mess. I think. One of the things I saw is that baseball is just really trying to increase attendance because for the last seven seasons, attendance has been down consecutively. Yep. And I cannot stress this enough. Lower fucking ticket prices. <laughs> if you want people to go to your games and you're not going to do anything in terms of the rules of your league to de-incentivize, disincent- de-incentivize. de-incentivize. We went over this last week. De-incentivize? Yeah, I already forget. de incentivize. de Disenfranchise, de discourage. if you're not going to do anything with the <laughs> rules of your league to discourage teams from uh, trying to spend as little money as possible if you're going to let them continue to use loopholes to spend as little money as possible you also have to do something about making sure those savings are reflected for the fans not just for the offices. Because I don't give a shit if the owner of my team saves a bunch of money on his car insurance. He's rich. <laughs> I want to go to a game and if games were suddenly as cheap as they used to be, I'm telling you right now, attendance would be up. You don't need the money from the ticket sales. You're saving a bunch of money by not paying Mookie Bets. So make your fucking tickets cheaper. Thank you. Moving on. We're not talking about Mookie Bets. Other headlines. Ashley, best in show. Oh, we should probably take an ad break. I just realized... We just only have news. There's no second half game. So we should have taken an ad break a while ago, but let's do one right now. Ashley, today's podcast also brought to you by Quip. How would you like me to tell the people
3: about Quip?
2: In honor of our 100th episode, we have to bring back the damsel in distress. I
3: thought we just – all right.
2: Not recently. Okay.
3: She made a quick cameo, but she didn't do an ad read. Yeah.
2: And can you deliver the damsel as if she is – a woman who's trying really hard not to be a control freak, but she's
3: really frustrated watching
2: somebody do a thing incorrectly. So she's trying not to jump in, but yeah, who knows? Where so it's damsel as Ashley Bravens
5: got this
0: it. Also damsel as <laughs> Ashley Bravens. Also
2: Katie. No, no, Nolan. I just am a control freak.
0: I don't try to not. <laughs> I'm like move. Let me do it. Okay.
4: Quip. She's <laughs> <laughs> back. Makers of the Quip electric toothbrush. Are you? Are you, do you need a hand with that? (laughs) No? Alright, no, I was just asking. Uh, Like I said, quip. They want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care is simply this. That's not, that's not where that goes. I'm sure you know (laughs) that, but that's not where that goes. Uh, If you have good habits, you are good. That means brushing for two minutes
0: twice a day. And flossing regularly, no matter what brand you, you use. Why, why would you put, no, if you look at the direction, <laughs> uh, that, that piece goes under the other piece. I know you got it. I'm just helping cause you seem like you don't got it. And I need you to, I could do it. I just got to get through this at, ad- okay, I'm going to check back in
1: with you later. Uh,
0: quip makes that simple start starting with an electric toothbrush (laughs) refillable
4: floss and anti-cavity toothpaste
0: i am gonna lose my mind if you don't start doing that right there's directions right there Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic
4: vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. The Quip Floss Dispenser comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough. I am, I mean it. Do you need assistance?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because that's wrong. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm saying you're acting like a (laughs) stupid person. You're not stupid. I'm classifying your actions. We have three minutes. It's got to be done in three minutes.
4: I've done it before. I'm not bragging. I just know what I'm doing. It's okay that you don't know.
0: Where was I? Uh, the uh, plus Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping. so your routine, unlike what Steve is doing over here is always right. Join over three million
4: healthy mouths and get quip today, starting at just twenty five dollars. And if you go to getquip dot com, if you go to getquip dot com slash nolan right now, <clears throat> you'll get your first refill for free. That's right, your first refill for free at getquip slash nolan. That's G E T Q U I P dot com slash nolan. Quip the Good Habits Company. Move. Let me do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We found the cure is just Jay has to accuse me of forgetting it in the middle and I'll, I'll bring it right back. <laughs> right back. Sibby, Siba, Saba the Poodle, Sababa Focus. Siba <laughs> the Poodle.
2: Yes. One best in show at Westminster. Um, the most. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. I, standard they're, poodles. are all winners in my book, but. they well, there's, there's one who's the best and it's the standard poodle. Wow. In any case, what made it interesting to me is that Siba really likes chicken. And it's like a good motivator for Siba. But there wasn't any just like raw chicken laying around, you know. can't imagine <laughs> why. Sure. So the handler... Are they supposed to eat it raw? No, it's probably cooked.
0: Okay. Oh, because I think I remember my cousin when I was younger, She they were rich and they gave their dog chicken wings. That was their dog You're food. Not
3: supposed to do that. I know. With bones? Yeah.
0: The dog's dead, guys, so it's okay. It didn't die from choking on a bone. I don't know. Chicken I just wing. remember seeing them putting like... I'm not look I'm not signing off on what they did okay I don't want to get attacked I just said they're rich we didn't have a lot in common I remember them not buying dog food being a young child that wasn't allowed to have a dog noticing they didn't buy dog food and being like that's how rich they are It was like the thing I used I believe it was chicken wings which is probably wrong I will make sure they go to jail but I believe they were raw
2: It would I mean you it would make sense because
0: Animals don't need to cook food. Animals don't
2: usually cook their food. In any case, Siba ate a McDonald's chicken sandwich pre-competition. Love that. Yeah. And then celebrated at McDonald's. So if that dog doesn't lock up a sponsorship, I don't know what else she has to do, honestly. You know why I love that even more? Because I worked the
0: Westminster Dog Show Mm -hmm. and the grossest thing to me – and it's every year that they air it, you see people learning this fact for the first time and becoming horrified – the owners, a lot of the owners, handlers, keep food, like small pieces of ham, in the little chipmunk pocket of their cheeks. Mm. And then they, when the dog is being inspected by the judge, and they need, you know, they're holding the leash at that uncomfortable angle, yeah. and they need the dog to stand because it's being judged by the standard of the breed. So they need it to stay there and not move. They'll nibble these little pieces of like turkey or ham. And they'll pull them out of their cheek and feed them to the dog. So that thing they keep giving the dog, a lot of the time, one of the tricks they'll do is turkey or ham out of their mouth. So I wonder, that's like a nice hack by Seba's handler. I would keep a
1: McChicken in my mouth.
0: <laughs> I would eat the pull McChicken a and whole be chicken like, mm. It's actually also Just a great –
3: chicken nugget on the side. <laughs> It's
0: also a great diet that like I'm going to chew it. I feel like that was in a movie.
2: It, it was a sex in the city. Like
0: I'm going to chew it, taste it and then not swallow it. So yeah. it's like I get to eat a McChicken and not eat a McChicken and not have to keep ham in my mouth. Love this for us. <laughs> so shout out to Siva the poodle. Um This is uh, long. So I'm going to turn this into a go look it up. Uh The United States National Soccer Team Players Association. So the USNSTPA, which uh, there should be a limit on the amount of letters you can have yeah. in an acronym. So I would say that one doesn't count. Basically, it's the Players <laughs> Association of the men's team. They put out a statement regarding the U.S. Women's National Team 2017-2021 to CBA. You should go read the statement. It's kind of long, but basically to sum it up, uh, they start out by saying that normally the dealings with the USSF, which is an acceptable amount of letters, Mm -hmm. United States Soccer Federation, is confidential. They're contentious, but they don't go public because there's a lot to it and it's just not worth the public's time. But they've decided that because the Federation has been working very hard to sell a false narrative to the public and even to members of Congress regarding the U.S. women's national team, uh, they're like using it as a weapon against them. They've decided to come out and make a statement, which is this statement. They mentioned that the USSF is a monopoly and they use that to control the athletes. They're the only thing that can, like any central governing body, they can decide who goes and who doesn't go. So they can use the, oh, you don't like this or you're being difficult for me. You're not coming to the World Cup or to the Olympics or whatever. Uh, so it's very confusing, but it's, it basically sounds like the men negotiated their last CBA first and then the women's CBA was negotiated off of the men's. Regardless of financial changes between those two negotiations, like if the USSF made a bunch of money. So the USSF has been, uh, manipulating the numbers. They've always kind of, cause soccer's a growing sport in the US. They've basically been telling the men's national team. And again, go read it. Cause if I'm not doing this right, I'll be sorry, but I just want to make sure that we talk about it a little. The, the men's team has been told by the USSF, like, look, we're growing the sport. We're not, we don't have a ton of money. So like, you're going to have to give us a little bit of wiggle room now because financially we're not sound. And once the sport grows, then we can start really paying you, which is a fair argument if it were accurate, which mm-hmm. they're basically in this statement saying that it's not. Um So the men negotiated their deal first and they got lowballed, which they were told was for the good of the sport. Then the USSF negotiated the women's deal off of that deal. Even though it was years after and they had gotten a bunch more money. So in 2017, when the U.S. women's national team players were conducting their most recent CBA negotiations, the federation's annual sponsorships, television, and licensing revenue had grown from 16 million in 2011 to over 49 million. So they had a bunch more money. Right. But we're still being held to this. I'm going to negotiate it. This is how we do things off of the men's CBA, mm-hmm. which was at that point outdated. And the men were already like, we already need three times more money than what you gave us. Don't negotiate their next CBA
2: off of our flawed one. So the men's was negotiated off of the money and the women's was negotiated off of the, the men's.
0: It feels like that's what they're saying. Yeah. And the money also being incorrect. I didn't include all the numbers in here because as you can see, this is already three pages and it's still too much. But like they were told that we they didn't have that much money in the bank and then basically found out that they did. And then they got a bunch more money in that bank and none of that affected how they negotiated the women's.
2: So the men are looking at it like we – got screwed over we we don't want you to screw over the women's team to make us feel better pay them and then also pay us yeah. for our next one so it says with the women going
0: first negotiating a new deal in 2017 the expectation was for dramatic increases in their compensation comparable to the federation's triple digit increases in revenue instead the women's CBA did not bring the women equality and working conditions and the women did not benefit from the dramatic increase in revenue in fact the 2017 federation insisted the women sign a 2017 to 21 deal 21 deal That was worse financially than the men's soon-to-expire 2011 to 2018 CBA that had been negotiated six years earlier. Insane. Uh, So this is what they're saying is the false narrative, is that the the USSF or that filed by members of the women's national team, the equal pay dispute – uh compares the women's 2017 to 2021 deal with the expired men's CBA. But the correct comparison should be between what the women got in their 2017 to 2021 deal and what the federation agreed to pay the men in 2011 uh and triple what the federation agreed to pay the men in 2011 or whatever the men negotiate in their new CBA. Mm-hmm. So like they're already having an equal pay disparity between the, their newest CBA and the men's expired one or about to expire one. And they're saying, the men are saying the actual comparison should be the women's current CBA to three times that old one mm-hmm. or whatever our new one is. This is the men's team coming out and saying that the equal pay dispute is even worse, worse than, we, than thought. we thought. Man. And the Federation is using those numbers to make their faulty narrative of like, it's not that bad. And it's like, yeah, it's not that bad. Cause it's three times that. Right. Wow. You're using an old doc. Basically. Uh, go read it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to the the men for doing this. Yeah, I've I've said this a lot lately. Um In this day and age, <laughs> we've now said that twice, Joe. You just got to get one in before the end of the podcast. Okay. In this day and age, uh, it is very, it is much easier to not say anything in every situation. It is much easier to just be like, "That's not worth it." I'm just not going to say anything. And so, whenever somebody says something, I put even more weight on that. Of like, you went out there and you said that. Yes, it's the right thing to do, but you got to understand, it's a lot easier for them to be like. We don't want to get involved. And they mm-hmm. got involved. We believe – what we believe should happen is simple. Pay the women significantly more than our recently expired men's deal. It's pretty straightforward. It's crazy and it's great and it's providing some clarity in a time when clearly things are confusing and the, and the wrong side, by my opinion, the wrong side is using that to their advantage. Mm. So I appreciate that. Ashley, you had a, a go look it up. Yeah, it was
2: a cool dunk. Neat. It is cool. Yeah, just go go Google cool dunk. I don't think, that's <laughs> and you'll work. you will find it. How did you find it? Um, I it came through on my Twitter timeline. Who tweeted it? A lot of
0: different people. How are they supposed Sports to Center, go look ESPN. it up? What, so what happens is there's a guy dribbling. He dribbles pretty fancy. Mm. And then he bounce passes it to a guy who's already jumping up in the air. And then mm-hmm. that guy reaches behind his back and catches it and dunks it.
2: Yeah. It kind of looks like he misses it. But what you find out is that it's going his to his other, other like, hand. opposite hand. Yeah. And it's he dunks a it.
0: crazy dunk. But actually, I, I do have to say I think – in order to go look it up.
3: Maxwell Pierce is his name. The guy, the guy who dunked Well, it. what did you Google? Wow. Cool dunk? I clicked on the tweet in the doc. Oh wow. Well. And that, brought oh well, me we don't use our laptops. Tweet. We
2: just have docs. Like we print them out. <laughs> I bet if you go to Twitter and put in cool dunk and look
3: at recent videos. Search cool dunk it. report back. There we go.
0: Yeah, let us know what you find. And if you find a different cool dunk, well, don't we just have a reddit? <laughs> don't we have a subreddit for you? Just start a thread called Cool dunk I found. And uh, all the dunks you guys find based on Googling cool dunk should go right there. Uh, and now it's time to head on over. Hi, I'm to Peter, Peter Pilot. Pilot. Let's head over to Ashley Braban nice. for your Bachelor update. Doodly-doo. Doodly-doo. Peter!
2: Sorry. Hi. Hi. I'm Ashley. Hi. I'm Ashley Braeband here with your Bachelor update. My... Goodness gracious. Like I said, I need 30 minutes for this. So I'm going to, so. I know. Don't You've look the You've got 25. Clock. Okay. I'm going to go. No, it's not even. I know, As fast Jay. as I can. Okay. So just bare bones of this episode. We have six women. We need to get down to four. Yeah. Natasha went on a one-on-one. She was dead in the water. That was her first one-on-one. Multiple people have wow. had two. No idea who Natasha Exactly. Is. She got no screen time. She, the She was just, he was just like, we're just friends. She's gone. Madison went on a one-on-one. Oh no. Um, and she had the first one, so it's been a long time since he's had some private time with Madison. <laughs> it was with his whole family. The tricky part uh, of their relationship is that Madison kind of revealed that she's very religious and is looking for somebody who is also very religious. Pope fact to be a the Pope <laughs> loves the bachelor contestant
0: liking God. Go, go ahead. Pope, pope, <laughs> fact.
1: Pope, <laughs> fact. Pope, pope fact. Pope fact. Pope
2: facts. <laughs> um. And so she kind of looked at Peter and was like, Are you really religious? Because I want a spiritual leader in my family. And he's like, Well Pope fact. Uh Peter Pilate, not a Pope. Pope fact. (laughs) Pope (laughs) fact. So he was basically kind of like, Yeah, you know, I could use some work. Like I like he filled and then goes, I know that I'm falling in love with you. And she's like, Great. So she got the rose. He's going to go so basically we're are watching family. somebody push back the problem. So it's love yeah, that. Yeah. Love that. When someone's s- like, she doesn't want kids,
0: but I really like her. And then you get married and then later you're like, we got a divorce because she didn't want kids.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Poor Great. John Cena, and Nikki Bella. Um, Ooh, so Madison gets a rose. Great. Uh, Kelsey goes on me. a one-on-one. None of us have Kelsey. Um, She gets the rose on the one-on-one. Sure. I'm excited to find out what professional clothier means. Mm. That's her occupation. Mm. So stay tuned for that. Pope
3: fact. The Pope probably has a professional clothier. We're
2: done with Pope facts, Jay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And then there is a three-on-one that's Hannah Ann, who Jay has. Kelly, who I – don't want to give it away, but had. And <laughs> Victoria F., who is I'm an Problematic, canceled. Yeah. She's been I'm renounced. Canceled. Denounced, renounced. The concern, Peter's concern with Hannah Ann was that she was too young and wasn't ready for marriage. So she made him a list on a pink piece of paper. Oh, boy. That My was girl. things I love about you and literally used a heart over the eye. Did she spray it with perfume? I probably Did she use a jelly it Just adds roll a little pen? something. Uh, it was I, I want to prove
0: I'm mature, so I made a list that I sent to Santa. There are
5: stickers.
2: <laughs> it looks like a page out of her diary that's like things, things, I, things love I love
0: about you. about you. You accept my belief system which involves unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> you brush my hair
4: before I go to bed. You remind me to brush my teeth. <laughs> Catherine, you look like my dad. Oh, gross.
5: <laughs> there Things it is. You're
4: <laughs> like dad-like, Victoria. Things F. I love about you. when you tie my shoes for me. Oh my
2: goodness, Victoria F has a conversation with him, and he's like, "Hey, we never really like got over our last fight." She goes, "What's wrong with you? I feel like you're always in a mood." Just starts crying and melting down. Victoria F That's is it. literally a mood. She's ugh. She's I know a hottest hot girl in Santa Clara, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. Um. So she gets a rose. He sends Kelly home. She gets a villain at it. Yikes. And she's just like, what is he doing? Like this yeah, one's a child. Question. This one's a hot mess. They're all children. Peter doesn't know what he wants, which leaves us to like – people are really upset with the season because there are four women left. As I said, Madison, who's Kate, Katie's team, Hannah Ann and asterisk Victoria F on Jay's team and then Kelsey and we don't really know anything about these people nor have we seen very strong connections. So you are out is what you're glossing over. I oh yeah, I'm eliminated unless Hannah B comes back. Okay. Wow. Which is Is that still a thing being teased? Um we know that there is Chris Harrison comes out and is like, we just found this out. All of us just found this out. Like before you do this and they edit it so it looks like he's holding the ring and right before he's going to propose, Chris Harrison is like, No, oh. something's happening. Um and so people have speculated the that Hannah that might be him. B. Okay. Um, but there is also now this huge rumor that he ends up with one of the producers on the show. Should we have spoiler
0: alerted that? Because when you found out that rumor through our subreddit, you were upset. Yeah. Let's go back then. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I don't alert. think it's true.
0: Okay. I don't think it's true either. Here's why. When we found this out – he had just come and done something for us that will air in our show.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he brought with him a producer. That's very common. A producer will come with you just to make sure you're not answering. It's tough that you know the end of the show and you're doing press and you can't give anything away. Right. So the producer's there to keep an eye on that. Make sure you don't say anything stupid or jump in if we ask a question that he's not allowed to answer. Point is. When we found out this rumor, we checked the guest list to see if the woman that he brought with him was the producer he's accused of dating. It is.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: That would be a weird choice by the production. I don't to know. To send that woman with him.
3: In today's day and age. Oh, he's just really trying to force it. <laughs> like people. Today's day. And age. You know, she, if she. You can't the, say it if you didn't have anything to say. <laughs> well, you bring your girlfriend with you to an interview.
0: It's not take your girlfriend to work day.
3: Uh <laughs> Is it
0: not? The only other side of it I could see is if they wanted to be, they wanted the press to cover it the way we kind of are right now of like, I met that girl and him and actually they did have a lot of chemistry. They seemed flirty with each other. Blah, 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 blah. That's real smart. Mm
3: -hmm. That's real, real smart. It isn't.
0: It's
2: chess, but it could also easily be checkers. There's, I feel like there's pictures of them on the internet, but also like, the most incriminating, I guess, one is from New Year's Eve when it's him and her, but also both of their families spent New Year's Eve together. Oh, that's pretty incriminating. That's, I didn't which know this. Which is like, oh, that's in, okay, yeah, well, in I under, like if you go to her Instagram, which honestly, who hasn't? Um, me. She has a bunch of pictures with like Hannah B. and she has Colton and like other people that she's produced because you get got with whole those family. people. Also highly recommend. Go watch Unreal if you haven't. Oh, I have. And this is just like I embrace it.
0: So I I will say Madison has met his whole family. Right. One. So it's not that crazy. But I do think this season has been so bad. Yep. And it's gotten such bad reviews. People are sick of him as a bachelor that it would actually be the only way you could really win everybody back would be like. He doesn't end up with any of these women he ends up with a producer and then they can spin it like you guys say this show's fake you guys say these people don't have real emotions but what did you want us to do force this guy to date one of these four women he had no connection with or did you want us to let him embrace a real connection he felt with someone you can't fight love the bachelor supports love he fell in real love and they're getting married because i've seen people say it would ruin the integrity of the show no, I and I think the show it. has no integrity. <laughs> so it, if they could spin it to sound like, yeah, he fell in love with a producer. You want me to make him date this 21-year-old instead? The reason he had no chemistry with any of those women is because he knew once, like pretty early on, he fell in love with this producer. And we weren't going to – sure, we didn't – we wanted him to pick one of the girls. We That's why we made him go through with the season. We didn't cancel it. But it yeah. got to a point where it was like, wow, this is real love and we support that. Boom. They look great again.
2: But you you don't think that's the case. I
0: don't know if it's the case. I can see. I
2: don't think it would ruin the show. I think it would actually be one of the only ways they can save the season. I agree. I think having no horse left in this race, I'm just rooting for chaos. So I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for a return Hannah B. of Hannah. B. Of you are. Like because this is just if it's not Madison. Hannah Ann, guys, She's no, got good not a chance. Oh, Ann, Ann. dots are hearts. The, the issue, though, is that we we figured out that in the early season preview, you hear somebody say like, if you sleep with another, if you're intimate with another contestant or whatever, like it's going to be hard for me to move forward with this relationship. Yeah, and well, it wasn't a we contestant; know that it was a producer. So does that count? <laughs> we know that that's Madison now. So like, who it's? Yeah, e- e- well, we'll see. Yeah, so stay tuned for just Chaos Agent. That's what I'm rooting for. That's your bachelor update. do 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 Oh. You loser.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Jay, you want to do the thing you do here?
3: Oh, God. Hi. Hi. I'm Jay Hi. Wolf. This is the erotic news of the week. Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle entitled, This Smells Like My Vagina on the Goop Store. You can't buy it because it's already sold out.
4: Oh, my God. But
3: made by an artisanal fragrance brand, it started as a joke when she was collaborating with this fragrance maker. And she said, this smells like a vagina. They added some different things to it. And now they're selling it. And it is (laughs) sold out on the goop store. So, wait, they
0: were going to make it as a fragrance, but then they made it a candle instead?
3: They were going to make, they were making candles. Sometimes
0: you just want to burn the midnight vagina. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) It was supposed to be a perfume, and then they were like, we're not going to make it a perfume, we're going to make it a candle.
2: Well, I, I think they were trying to find candle scents. Candle scents. And, and then she was just like, this smells like a vagina. And they are like, cool, well, let's call it that.
0: Well, While the two didn't end that. up bottling into
2: a perfume, oh, okay. they did think it would be perfect as a candle.
0: That's
3: Gross. correct.
2: Go ahead, Jay. So you just have pheromones, you don't need this, you know?
3: Uh, yeah, they made it a candle, and then it sold out within hours. And it is apparently a blend of geranium, citrusy bergamot, Bergamot, cedar, and no, Damascus. cedar
0: absolutes. That's important. What the hell is that?
3: Cedar, well, if you don't know, absolute cedar is <laughs> my favorite. Absolute cedar. Cedar and absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambered seed.
2: None of those smell like a vagina. Maybe it's a combination. You know that magical
0: blend. Like when you put them all together, it's like, oh, it smells earthy.
2: Yeah, that's one a word nice,
0: for it. way. It's a nice
3: way. A nice, so the you know. way. Don't buy that candle because you can't. That's the erotic news of the week.
0: Also, she said this smells like a vagina, and then clearly a marketer was like, "You know what'll really make this sell if you say this smells like my vagina."
2: <laughs> yes, and people fell for it.
0: I'm going to be so annoyed. I'm annoyed already. Never mind. I will say <laughs> I shouldn't, but I will. <laughs> You're looking at me like, don't no, just do. don't do it. Um. <laughs> So in the springtime, oh boy, when uh, uh, trees start blossoming again, mm-hmm. the city—it I feel like I've heard this confirmed somewhere else, but mm. if not, here we go. Yeah, the city of New York has mm-hmm. a very distinct scent mm. that some would describe as ejaculatory. Mm. Um. So, and those are flowers, and isn't it a bergamot and a geranium? Those are flowers and cedar. That's a tree. So maybe it uh, maybe what she meant was this smells like a word I'm not even going to say that I would normally say, but picturing Gwyneth Paltrow saying it. Uh, all right. I just, I could see more news in a second. <laughs> Actually, no, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh today's podcast, you know, it's hard. You already knew it was coming. We have time for one more voicemail, but first, today's podcast brought to you by me. God. Oh, my God.
3: It had to happen. Every time I'm like, I'm not going to do it.
0: Today's podcast brought
2: to you by me undies. So, Ashley. what, Katie, we've done a 100 episodes of this podcast. We have. And I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else. I think it's someone like you who really oh, brings God. out the best right. in We're this We're doing pod. Someone
0: Like You by Adele, and I'm deeply sorry.
2: You got this. (laughs) (sighs) This is hard. I hope Ariel likes it.
4: Imagine your fifth grade self looking into the future and learning that as an adult you and Undies membership, they would laugh hysterically, <laughs> but jokes on them. Cause me, Undies is known for their super soft undies <laughs> and their flexible fun membership. If you choose to sign up, you'll get perks like site-wide savings, free shipping, and new undies delivered to your door each month. Go forth, be an adult, and sign up (laughs) for that undies membership. Even if your past (laughs) self is laughing at you, you have probably heard me undies are the softest Undies to ever grace your nethers. That's because they're made with micromodal. What the heck is micromodal? It is magical, sustainable, soft as heck fabric made from trees. Yes, trees. <laughs> And it makes your bits <laughs> feel like they're floating on a cloud. They are designed to be the softest thing you've ever put on your body <laughs> offered in a range of sizes from XS to four XL. Me undies doesn't just make undies, they also have loungewear, which recently had a glow-up Check out their new (laughs) line of styly, micromodal loungewear you can wear in and out of the house (laughs) They, They know they're on every podcast, but that's just because true undie domination <laughs> they will stop till you all try them please so i can stop singing <laughs> me undies as a great offer for my listeners Nothing compares to 15% off your first pair. Free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to meundies.com slash nolan. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. And free shipping, this is a no-brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guarantee. You should go get it. That sounds like a real good deal. That's me. on need the cold slash no land. The song should be happy because it's about underwear. <laughs> you should buy it right now and then put it on your body. But I don't want to get into much more specifics than that because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You should wear these panties because oh, they gosh. are comfortable. Yay, yay. <laughs> Buy me dot com Slash no.
1: Nailed it.
3: Nailed it. <laughs> I loved it. Is the answer no?
0: We don't have time for another voicemail?
3: I got just one really quick thing. Okay, go. Happy 100. Say happy
5: 100. Oh my God!
3: Say congrats, Mommy.
5: Congrats, Mommy.
3: Say congrats, Kiki.
5: Congrats, Kiki.
3: Say congrats, other guy.
5: Congrats, other
4: guy. Say love you. Love <laughs> Say mean
3: it. Mean <laughs> it. Say love you, mean it.
5: I love you, mean it. Say go Eagles. Okay, cut it off. I was liking it too so much. Okay, we're both
2: crying. That was
3: our voicemail for this week, guys.
2: That's Aaron. That's
3: really cute.
2: Thank you, Steve. Shout out to Steve. Thank you, Austin. Oh God, that's really sweet. Play the Adele on the way (laughs) out. Just let it roll in the on the outro,
0: guys. That's it for this week's edition of Sports. Uh, Shout out to Untuck It. Sorry. Shout out to Untuck It. and the Undies. Are we getting Adele? Let's go, dude. We're getting Adele. (laughs) Uh, shout out to the SVPod <laughs> with SVP. New episodes are available every week for
5: every game podcast. <laughs>
0: and a huge thank you to you guys for listening. Honestly, 100 episodes. I thought we would have been canceled by 25. <laughs> uh, it means a lot to us. You guys are the coolest fans. Uh, it means a lot. I yeah. don't know. It's really sweet. You guys are really cool. <laughs> and I'm just saying the same words over and over, but I'm bad at love. And so I'm just trying That's my best. That's true. Uh, Thank you for listening. You only have to listen to this one once on one platform because it's a 100. I was uh, going to say a
2: hundred times. But well, once yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're going to get back on you next week. Um, cause it's back to business as usual, but this week we're celebrating. So whether celebrating to you means listening to it a hundred times or if it means I'm only going to listen to it once, do whatever feels right for you. We're just happy that you're here. Um, you can always leave us a nice review though. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them, like this one from AC81. 330. I don't know why I did the numbers like that. But it says, Do not listen to this podcast if you want a podcast that objectifies athletes, because famously, this podcast does not objectify athletes. And I just appreciate that because it's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, lastly, don't forget that you can always leaf off a voicemail, <laughs> my girl, at 860 506 5571.
4: Say goodbye, Ashley. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Don't forget me. I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm the host of the podcast, and I love you. And I mean it. I love you. I mean it. I'm sorry. Bye. I love you. Mean it. <laughs>
0: Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, SimpliSafe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or SimpliSafe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to SimplySafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's com slash Nolan to save on home security today. simplysafecom slash Nolan.